Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Kia ora, nice to have you listening today. If you'd like to get in touch, you can text me on 2101 or if it's a longer thought, jesse at rnz.co.nz. On Sunday, Hampton, a small South Highland town of 350 people, celebrated the opening of a new skate ramp. The project started two years ago when children from the local primary school designed and built their own skateboards, but there was a bit of a problem. And as a result, the Hampton Skateboard Society was formed. Stuart Barnes, one of the founders, joins me now. Hi, Stuart. Hey, mate. How you doing? Good. Really nice to talk to you today. And um, first of all, can you locate us? Whereabouts is Hampton? Yeah, um, Omaru, uh, about 30 metres south. Um, you probably would have heard of the Meraki Boulders. It's basically on the same beach as uh, our famous Meraki Boulders. And a famous restaurant for a while there as well, right? Yeah, Fleurs, yeah, very famous. Unfortunately, COVID um, put an end to her. But, uh, yeah, we had, we had some very famous people call into that lovely restaurant. Yes, put an end to the restaurant at least. And um, tell me about a couple of years ago with this project around the skateboards. Yeah, well, actually, it was. It started from a, a guy called Joe Nichols, and he put a bit of a call out um, about renovating. We had an existing old skateboard park here, um, half pipe, which the community got behind a long time ago with the kids uh, and built that um, with plywood and all that, and it was kind of run down. And I got involved when they did a call out because the school had made they had a little bit of a project, and they wanted to give the kids, you know, some. Uh, you know, confidence about building their own uh, project and making it and from the scratch uh, to the finished product and be able to use it. So they decided to go off with skateboards. So they got some really good guys in who are skateboard pros and helped them build it from scratch. It took them a few weeks, uh, even pushing, you know, gluing all the wood together and planking it for a day or two so it sets. And it was a wonderful project, a really good little school here. And uh, But unfortunately, when they finished it, they had nowhere in Hampton safe enough because even the old skateboard ramp we had here, which was built a long time ago, it was just really falling apart. It was built for really pro skateboarders. It was like a 1970s drop slide. Yeah. Um, and no no way these kids could learn on that. Were, my boy, who's 11, he was coming back and I was spending more time pulling wood out of, wood out of his legs and uh. splinters. And he would, yeah, exactly. Have you got much in the way of uh, pavements? No, we don't even have a footpath. <laughs> so right. we just, like you said, 350 people, small um, seaside community. Um, and so there was three of us. Joe put a call out, myself and a lady called Emily uh, Ferguson. We jumped on board and we've had a a long two years, I must admit, um, trying to put this project together from trying to find grants, trying to fight the council and uh, a bunch of other things. But we, on Sunday, it all came together and uh, we're over the moon. Yeah, how did you get it done? Well, I couldn't have enough time to tell you, but it was a very bumpy here and there. But it was a determination, passion, uh, knowing the kids uh, wanted a place to go to and call their own. Um, and, you know, we had this drive to, you know, when you start a project, we finish it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't want to go into all the details because there was a few bumps on the way. But we just put uh, we did some fundraising, of course. We had to make some money ourselves before grant money could come in because they want to see you starting the project. 
Uh, we have a lovely uh, another community uh, group here called the Energy um, Hamden Energy Society, and they put their hand in the pocket first, and then we were looking for other groups to, for grants. Um, and so about a year of that, and then we had trying to find a builder to actually commit to this project, and we went for about five or six, and it was so hard to get somebody just to commit uh, because every grant, you needed to tick all the boxes, and mm. they wanted to know, the whole forecast, how much it's going to cost, where the material is coming from, and we couldn't even get a builder on to commit. Uh, but finally, we did a guy from Christchurch called Damien, uh, 44 Ramps, which he's done a few ramps around the country and, and uh, very well liked. And he came on board and, yeah, it all started falling together then. For you, hard work, Stuart, but rewarding work? Of course. I mean, really the reward's coming now. I mean, there was times we put hundreds of hours um, and me and Joe were down there just about most weekends pulling it apart to save money on the builder. Um, uh, Emily was spending all this time trying to send out applications for grants. So we all had our own kind of format and, and a part of this, um, journey. Um, but you know, we had our open day on Sunday and I went down there after school because my boys just mad already on it. And I went down there after school. There was another 12 to 16 kids down there. Uh, there was four or five adults. Um, it was just, what we beyond what we'd actually hoped for it's just really lovely to see the kids blossom and they were supporting each other there was one kid trying to do his first drop in and everybody stood and encouraged and clapped and parents were taking videos and it was just it was gold it was absolutely gold and we've got a lovely little community here hampton they've got lots of little groups from trying to save the yellow-eyed penguin trying mm-hmm. to plant trees and we've got four or five different little volunteer groups in this small little town so um it's just it's just absolutely lovely when a project is finished and and, and succeeded with the bumps we've had, um, and and the kids are now just absolutely loving it. I'm sure you know, feel like you know the town pretty well, but um, were there people you met or aspects of the town that you discovered that you wouldn't otherwise have discovered if you hadn't got involved in this project? Yeah, I, I, actually, I'll be honest with you. I've spent 30 years of my life overseas. I'm a Kiwi who's come home thanks to COVID. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually dog behaviorist in the UK. I'm very well known over there. Um, so I've come back and, and I only moved back here full times at the start of COVID because my business over in the UK was um, put to sleep um, at that time. And um, so I started getting to know, we actually bought this property on a computer. So we come in and we didn't really know about the huh. community at all. So we've had a wonderful journey because I'm very nomadic because um, I work with wildlife all over the planet. So I'm always on the move. I've never stayed in one place more than six months with a new project starting. So dragging my wife and kids. So when we come to this little town, it was the first time my kids were going to a school instead of being homeschooled. And, and you know, they've, they've got a little wooden hut outside the school for people putting vegetables or fruit that you get extra in the garden. And it's all for the people who can't afford it. Um, so that's all free veggies and fruit and, and, a, and outside the school hut. There's lo- it's really amazing little community. I've been um, absolutely blown away uh, the community spirit because I personally haven't had that in my life, you know, because I've always been nomadic. So it's just been absolute gold. So it's been a real new adventure for me, being a being a kind of an explorer and working with wildlife all over the world and domestic animals um, to come home now, finally, um, forced hand, even though it was. Uh, it's just wonderful to find that we were just very lucky to buy a place here. And, and I'm a Banks Peninsula boy originally, Crusader. Now I'm in the Highlands country. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, but it's been yeah, a fantastic community down south here. Very laid back, a bit more laid back than I'm used to, but uh, it's it's been awesome. Okay. And, and the skate ramp, sounds like it is more than just a skate ramp. Um, it sounds like it is a bit of a centre for the community, something for kids to do and, and maybe take a bit of ownership of as well. 
hundred percent. I went to the school assembly on Friday and they had all, all the kids had made cardboard cutout skateboards. The smaller kids had made proper skateboard parks with all these cardboard cutout ramps. Um, it was just beautiful. And I gave a little speech and the whole school got involved. The headmaster has been just amazing behind this project. Um, and, you know, it's early days to see how important this is going to be, but the kids are either at each other's homes you know either my place i've got half a dozen kids here or they go to somebody else's homes but they've never had a place for themselves just to go and hang out and obviously we'll have parents down there as well keeping an eye on them but now they go there and they feel like you know they own it and when i went to the school assembly i said like this is yours we're going to leave a broom down there you sweep it you look after it you know you see people doing the wrong thing this is your this is your kind of place so they they're i can already see in only in a few days now that they're really taking pride in it and it's it's going to add to their life so much. So, yeah, we, we Joe and Emily and myself, we couldn't be more chuffed of what we've achieved. And we had a great turnout on Sunday. We had over 120 people for a small community. Awesome. We had free barbecues. We got given uh, lots of gifts from in Dunedin. There was a, a shop called Pavement and uh, a shop in Amaru, the surf, surf and Turf, and they donated lots of skateboard gifts. So we were handing them out for free to any prizes. You know, we just gave out tickets for anybody having to go. Uh, it was just a wonderful Sunday with the village came together, free sausages, thanks to night and day, the local shop, they donated all the food. So it was a real community spirit. And Sunday was just a lovely surprise. I wasn't sure who would turn up and it was, you know, a third of the village. And we had skaters coming from Queenstown, uh, Wanaka. That's a six-hour drive or five-hour yeah, drive. great stuff. You've got to be huge. thinking about what your next project's going to be then, Stuart, apart from getting the dogs <laughs> well, of town into line. Yeah, I've already been roped into a, a, a local community hall where um, the gener- older generation can come and do woodwork or know it's sewing and cooking or metalwork and the young kids can come and learn off them. So we're building a, a hall in Hampton now just for the community too. So it's wonderful, lots, lots of wonderful projects. Nice stuff. Uh, great to talk to you, Stuart, and thanks very much for sharing the story with us. No worries. Thanks for having me on. All the best. Stuart Barnes, uh, who over the last couple of years, has been organising the build of a skate ramp in a small town near Amaru. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.